texted Malcolm today regarding their um, discussion they had in the latest episode about what they call viewer listeners of the uh, Sign Fuck podcast. It was like Sign Fuckers or Sign Fuckians or something like that. I'm sure all are decent, but I, I like to keep it simple. It's easy. My suggestion is sign fucks. You're a bunch of sign fucks. You know, I'm a sign fuck. And then the rest of us are sign fucks. I don't know. I think it's a good one. Um, Yeah. It's uh, simple and straightforward. It's not verbose, pedantic, or excessive unnecessary words, you know. Jerry! Sign fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely genuinely don't want to put you guys off here. What is some of the most traumatic advice you've ever received? (laughs) Traumatic advice? (laughs) Oh, traumatic advice. Oh, my God. Wait, dramatic or or traumatic? Traumatic. Something that's struck you as very true and very hurtful that you hate that you agree with i mean most of that came from my dad i'm gonna be completely honest i love my dad (laughs) yeah same but but he just has the voice (laughs) (laughs) my my dad was great my dad was a cool guy as we've established on this podcast yeah yeah yeah, it's him smoking stogies you know friends called him gay (laughs) yeah exactly for me it's that uh, you know I'm a, I fancy myself an artist. I fancy I figure drawer, a character artist, and I uploaded my art to a forum at one time and asked for criticism. And of course, they were more than happy to give it to me after I asked three different times. To which they replied verbatim, "Shut up, no one likes your shit." And I asked him, "Well, why not?" And he said, first of all, your lines are weak. Your shit looks stupid." And your characters all have the Chong Bong eyes. Whatever the fuck that means. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like weirdly racist. It's racist, right? That sounds racist. But I've never heard anybody use this expression before in my life. What the fuck did he mean by Chong Bong eyes, right? <laughs> the man just invented his own slur. <laughs> I'm looking at the fucking drawing and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> He's right. He has Chong Bong eyes. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Oh, I mean, we did talk about this uh, the other day when we were doing our workshop is the the uh, pedestrian comment I got one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Tell the story. Tell the story because it's not told on the podcast. Uh, well, OK, so I was doing a, a paper for a class while I was in college and uh, we at the end of this sort of class, because this was like it was like a week long assignment. It was supposed to be like condensing a lot of stuff in only like 500 words fair you know pretty common uh you know creative writing course assignment and at the end of it you know we brought our everything into the class and we were told to just swap it around swap our projects around and get feedback from the people around us everything to the right of us and so i handed my paper to her uh to this girl who let's just say she had dyed hair Oh, and, <laughs> did I, did I like Burnett? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you know the answer to that question. There, the, the question is, would I respect her? No, oh, thank you, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> thank you for chiming in there. I'm not. I'm not playing. Uh, guest on the podcast, Jordan Peterson. Everybody, he's back on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, dude. This is so awesome. There's a poll at the time of recording. Donald Trump is is considering to be reinstated on Twitter. It's probably going to be reinstated. Via a poll that Elon Musk has. I'm going nuclear. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead with your, uh, you, you said that you handed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I handed, uh, I handed her my piece. I reviewed the guy's uh, piece next to me. It was fine. He he had something. I think he had something about like like the mafia or something like that. Some sort of like harkening back to to like old fables of like mythical fables, but like in a more modern setting. Kind of interesting, but it's like American Godson. Yeah, a little bit, but like not actually. Just like not actually really based on anything. Just sort of like is. Hope he's doing okay. Did you take pictures of that story? Maybe. 
No, I did not. I probably, I could, I think I still have his email. I could probably reach out. Yeah, do you think I could pass it off as my own? Uh, no, I would suggest you don't do that. Because right, <laughs> I'm already doing that to you, Harper. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already sniping your stuff. If we steal everyone else's. I feel like it's a real self-report. <laughs> it's an own goal. <laughs> yeah, no, but okay. So at the end of it, you know, we read through it. She handed mine back to me and I was just like, oh, what did you think about it? It's just this. I think your writing is very pedestrian <laughs> and like I could feel my soul leave my body. <laughs> That's so fucked up for her to say. It's like, like some sort of meme where you just like, <laughs> like I'm starting suddenly I'm like blurry or I'm like, like there's some sort of after effect on me. Like what, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. Just so very much you're like, Oh fuck. Why, why is this dagger in there? What do you want next? It's going to be like, yeah, your writing's pedestrian. And I thought like, thematically very shallow um, <laughs> yeah exactly and like your and your word choice was kind of pedantic yeah. <laughs> just like the worst fucking like such a like a light little insult or just a light little criticism that will just live for you the rest of your life and it has for me i don't think i've been able to ra- write a single like sentence without ever thinking about that girl <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to follow me for my life. There's a family guy like that where they were like critiquing Brian's writing. And she was just, well, I don't know, Brian. It's kind of hackneyed and stilted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. In fairness, in fairness, Brian uh, Griffin did write the book uh, uh, From the Speed of Love. So. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was the title. Of the, dude, McFarlane is a funny motherfucker. He's funny. He's funny. It was faster than the speed of love. Oh the God. Speed. <laughs> what a perfect joke. If McFarlane wants, he can be very fucking funny, but it's like half of his comedy is like, you remember the Power Rangers? Those were sick. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> that sort of Gen X memorial sort of humor where just like, we were kids once, right? Holy crap, Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys remember RoboCop? <laughs> RoboCop was kind of fucked, right? He shot that one guy in the dick. Oh my God, it's Freddie Mercury from the band Queen. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression there, I will say. Holy it's, fuck. <laughs> it's building on me. Uh, no, but yeah, I'm getting I mean, fucked in the ass by Robert Loja. <laughs> I mean, Brian is supposed to be like his self insert, and I fucking love the fact that he's just insufferable. Yeah, he's, he he made him insufferable after a while. That or the writing staff did because they just couldn't stand. He used to be a self insert for his like politics. Then he realized he's just making people hate him, so he just like really went hard into that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know he doesn't write the show anymore. He, like, is just a voice actor, producer, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they let the interns handle that. But I also <laughs> think- just waiting for him to leave <laughs> to, to write Brian is insufferable. But I also think it takes, like, a, it's a, you know, an actual person, like, a real, like, someone who's, like, is willing to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to voice these characters, and this character is shitting on me <laughs> it's incredible yeah no i mean i there's some people who aren't warm on family guy and it's not the best let's be honest but there are it had a lot of moments and a lot of staying power and it is interesting that it's now over and simpsons is still going on family guy's still happening i despise the simpsons is family guy still getting made in new episodes yeah family guy's still happening i thought it got canceled no it, yeah it got canceled in 2003 and then came back in 2005 I, 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 you know what i mean i know what you mean no it, it did not get canceled american dad is also a show that he's still doing he's also got the orville and i'm sure he's got one or two other shows that you know we don't talk about okay i thought first i guess i'm going crazy because was there a discussion well i think here's the thing you had a uh, a Vietnam style flashback to when that woman told you <laughs> that your writing was pedestrian. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, Malcolm. Uh, you you're not getting out of this. No, I know. Um, one that really hurt me. I mean, I've got one that like can, made me so angry in terms of like just I thought how stupid it is. So like from a writing perspective, <laughs> Sasha, cut all that. I'm gonna redo this part. Please, thank you. Because Robert fucked up. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> even though we're on single track recording, he just got out here. Well, four dollars have been deposited to your account. Oh, thank you. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah. So uh, I have a, a comic. It's a, a short comic that I wrote. It's going to be in an anthology from Odyssey Comics coming out uh, early next year. 
like in 2023. And uh, I initially wrote and had the, I was producing the comic for a different anthology. So this is like for an anthology. And the editor of the other anthology, an anthology I will not name because I will not give them any fucking promo. Yeah, fuck that guy. Gave, gave me, it was two editors and they gave me the series of the most baffling and confusing notes that I think anyone's ever received. It's so, they were so baffling that I said, I showed them to uh, Harper and uh, Robert and they couldn't make sense of what I, what was happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a whole fucking saga going on about that thing where during, cause you know, we've had this workshop that we do before we've been doing it for a while before the podcast and just comparing writing, sort of encouraging each other and critiquing. And it's been really going really we well. We jerk each other off in, in a verbal effluvia. We, we don't get anything productive done. We just suck each other's cock. <laughs> exactly. Just some, it's a big old slurp fest. But it, when when he fi- finally wrote his piece, which is uh, Malcolm, do you want to say the name of it or do you want to keep it up for like- I got to I got to hold it for now just because the uh, anthology hasn't officially announced. That's fair. So that's I, fair. Yeah. I can't I can't do the name of it. But what I will say is it was a it's a sci fi story um that it's for a science it's sci- a media story actually <laughs> it's, i think you mean a modern cultural touchstone it's a media, a media story, story. Well, it, no, no 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 you had this completely backwards the, the critic was very specific he said that this is a media story it is not science fiction <laughs> <laughs> and this is this have you folks out there in podcast land ever read a quote-unquote media story filled with quote modern cultural touchstones and quote <laughs> if you have i would love to read it and I will show you fire starting material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is that they just had such inconsistent things and they were just like making up what your piece was. Yeah. They and just I, didn't like, like you. Oh my God. No, it, it, what was the wildest about it is that they, yeah, the notes made no sense. They called it a, a modern, uh, yeah, modern cult, uh, cultural touchstone, which. I asked them what that meant, and they didn't. Res- they uh, didn't respond. Uh, <laughs> it's illegal in the Philippines. Yeah, they then said that I wrote a science fiction story that they yeah dubbed a social uh, media story, which is not a thing. That's not a genre. <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. Like guys, yeah, Harper had a better joke, so we could cut this part out. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah, but it's just it didn't make any sense. And then they got angry that you weren't listening to their notes, and they were just like, "Oh, well, you can't be in this anthology." Yeah, (laughs) so so, toddlers taking home their basketball. What's hilarious is yeah. So I go, we get to a point where I go, "Fuck it, I'm not even gonna listen to your notes because your notes are like they're changing so much. They are in ways that like don't make sense. Like every time I would bring in a new draft of the script." They would come in and just be like, oh, well, what if we did this, this, and this? And I'd be like, no, we're not going to – because they would just change it. They're like, we need you to dive deeper. I'm like, this is a short comic that's six pages long. Like, we can't – there's not more. (laughs) There's not more. Yeah. What do you want? I'm not sure the Lee Harvey Oswald scene is necessary. And what's so funny is so I do it. I have um, my – the artist who who drew it. And does an incredible job. I'm gonna shout Ben Basil, incredible artist. So we so I go, I make it, and at, at some point they don't hear from me, and I get a message from one of the editors, and she goes, uh, "I just wanted to ask, like, uh, has this been like a good experience for you?" And I just go, "No, <laughs> this is not been a good experience." <laughs> How could it? <laughs> Why, like, would you say like this has been like easily the most frustrating editorial experience in my life? Like I've had like good editors and bad editors, but this is like definitely was they're the worst of the worst. And then they go, I present the short. Initially, this anthology was with a bunch of people that I like knew from some writing classes I did. Uh, and so initially they start going, where's Malcolm's piece? Like Malcolm, we all like read his script. Like, where did it go? And the editors are getting really cagey. They're like, oh, we don't want to we don't say it. We don't wanna, like we're not because wow. they haven't told them that they were like fucked up by being like the dickheads because i that's the one thing i gave them i was like i'm not gonna like basically just shame you 
in like our Slack channel. Yeah, you're not gonna go in and start turning over tables or anything. You're gonna respect, you know, their 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 actual anthology itself. But yeah, I mean, it's and there's some good stories in the anthology. I just because of these editors, I can't promote the anthology. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, they're missing out on free publicity as well, so it's really their L to take. Yeah, yeah, you know, we could have brought dozens, dozens to read the anthology. I think of all the signed fucks out there. Yeah, okay. the sign fuckers. Um, <laughs> is it sign fucks or sign fuckers? Did we decide that? Well, the, there was an intro that plays at the beginning of this episode where we have input from a, a brave band yeah. in uh, the Great White North who recommends that we just call the audience sign fucks. And to that, I, I offer my sincerest thanks and um, wish you a very safe travel in what is apparently your large fleet vehicle. <laughs> true um no I, yeah it sounds like he uh, took the video or the audio in a uh some sort of bulldozer <laughs> yeah 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 i'm sure running drugs and guns over the border pays quite nicely hey, and you gotta whoa. listen to things whoa, every whoa, now and then <laughs> wrong border wrong border, wrong border. Uh, no it's the right border he's bringing <laughs> guns up there to canada he's liberating you all. <laughs> he's bringing cheap dental care up there is what he's bringing he's a He's a modern. We already have cheap dino car. We don't because we don't pay for uh, our. That's no, not true. Yeah, but do you have cheap Viking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I go to the ho- I go to the hospital. I, I go like, hey, I'm in pain, and they just go, yeah, I hear your pills. <laughs> Here's your <laughs> fucking Tylenol four. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Here's your Tylenol four. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll going back to the story. Uh, yeah, so I ended up. Uh, they go like, where's the story? Where's the story? Uh, I and I submit I like just share it with them and luckily at the same time there was another anthology this Odyssey Comics one it's called Critical Mass I can at least say the name and uh, I submitted it to them because I was like fuck these guys like because they they had like I shared them the story I'm like I finished it because one of the things I had also done was like after a certain point with the notes I'm like I'm just gonna make this like fuck these guys and then I'll you probably shouldn't have waited as long as you did (laughs) yeah and then luckily so I go send it to this uh, other anthology uh, and the editor gets back to me within three hours like like record time yeah it was like same day same everything (laughs) same day and then he goes love it this is exactly what I want this is such a great sci-fi story and I was like fuck you guys on the other (laughs) pieces of shit yeah well actually we didn't even say why they ended up uh, denying you because they claimed that it Ended up, it, that it wasn't a sci-fi story. They said it wasn't sci-fi. You really got to read this thing to believe it, folks. It, it is sci-fi through and through. And I'll, well, when it comes out, when it's closer to the time, I'll yeah, I'll be promoting it a little bit here. Uh, we'll have some links to where you can buy it. Can we get the bump up for Critical Mass? Huge ups for Critical Mass, boys. Check them out. Yeah, Critical Mass by published by Odyssey Comics. Uh, so I just want to give them the shout out. Uh, are being uh, good at <laughs> what they do. Yeah, we'll, we'll have the editor run over the sequence. <laughs> yeah, reasonable people that actually want uh, good creative work rather than, you know, are hung up on their own egos. Their own incompetent ego, by the way. It's like, you know, some people talk about like, oh yeah, people have an ego, but he's good. He's talented. Yeah, these guys are like first-time editors and they're dumb shit. That's a Kanye West uh, excuse. Which is, it's funny, I've had a similar situation uh, once before as well where uh, I used to work at a like improv theater and uh, I was a performer there, but there was a period of time when I wasn't getting, in my opinion, they like I was not being cast enough. Uh, and I was kind of getting frustrated by that process. And I was like, what's going on? Like, you know, they, you know, I'm going into these rehearsals and I, you know, audiences seem to really enjoy me, but like, uh, I guess like the artistic director just like had it out for me. And I finally go and have this E like sit down with, um, her, I was supposed to be a one-on-one. She, uh, unbeknownst to me before I show up, forwarded my email to ask for a meeting and then brought in two other people. So it becomes this like three on one. And, uh, they were like, Oh, Malcolm, uh, you're not like, cause I was, um, uh, like a comedian. I'm not a, you know, a professional actor. I'm not like a, you know, a trained, like, Oh, I went to the conservatory program. I went to, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. acting and musical theater. <laughs> like I'm not that training. guy. Yeah. And yeah, they were, they were ragging on me for like an hour about how I was like, you're not theatrical. You're not an actor. You're not this, like, this is why you're not getting this. How people. dare you believe you have any right to our gilded <laughs> theater? <laughs> <They're> holding, <laughs> can you imagine them? 
black clothing, ruffle coming out of the lapel, the hamlet skull in their hand. You are not an actor! You foul nay! <laughs> yeah, nay you say that you are an actor! Who is this skull of then, uh, poor <laughs> fellow? Ah, yeah, but, but go yeah, on. It's Yorick. Um, anyway. And so, yeah, they kept calling me on it. Uh, like, they said I was not theatrical and not an actor. What was funny is this was at a time when I had just gotten my first agent, like for a commercial agent. And there was, mm-hmm. a, a, there was a big commercial campaign that was like auditioning at the time. It was, uh, it was for Hulu. Uh, it was like, it was literally like when you would go into the room, it was like huge campaign, like a big deal. Like this is a big U.S. campaign. And so I don't know. I, this, I was literally like a month into audition. Like I had like no idea what I was doing. And to my shock, well, not to my shock, but like just to my my joy, uh, I saw some of them. They were in the auditions to go um, uh, audition for this commercial. A couple of people like the artistic director who mm-hmm. I want to put it at this point. I'm 30 years younger than these people as well. Like I'm 30. <laughs> they're still auditioning Holy for shit. the same stuff. They're still auditioning for these commercials. And I'm like, just walked into the room. And I remember once in the audition, uh, the, the first audition, this woman who was at work at the company was like, why are you here? You shouldn't be here. Like, why are you? And it was super weird. I was like, what the fuck are we? Ta- where are we? What are you doing? It's like a nightmare. It was like a nightmare. I go into the room, crush the audition. Like, I just like, I felt pretty good. Like, I was getting laughs from the crew, like from everyone. And then get the call back. Great news. I booked the fucking commercial. (laughs) (laughs) And and they probably didn't, yeah. And they did not. None of them did. I was the only one who booked it. And um, it was the greatest feeling to walk back in and be like, they were asking me for availabilities for like a day. And I had to shoot at this commercial over like two days, I want to say. And uh, they were like, oh, so like uh, you said you can't like make this these days. And I'm like, yeah, I, uh, because I booked that commercial. <laughs> the look on their face when that happened, I was like, ah. Oh, buddy. Like, I felt so good. I was like, fuck you guys for, <laughs> for saying I'm not, not theatrical, you motherfuckers. Yeah, Let's really just good. say they probably had a very hefty night of drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. D- drinking, d- doing all the drugs. Mid-30s prima donnas criticizing your fucking improvisational egg. no not mid-30s we're talking mid-50s think like early 50s <laughs> yeah that's really bad I, yeah or late 40s early 50s and at the time i would have been like 23 or, or like maybe 24 malcolm darling if you'll allow this old dane to give you some pointers you suck, Malcolm. You fucking suck. Get out of the business. Quit the business. You should quit the business now. I mean, there's nothing. I'm going so- to land this frog commercial, Malcolm. God damn it! You know, do you remember that that one Pepsi commercial with uh, was it Kendall Jenner who was handing uh, out yeah, Pepsi's to cross a, the picket line? She walks through a totally not blm riot or protest or whatever <laughs> yeah protest no that would have been the ferguson riots at that point like, yeah, I don't think yeah. they were doing yeah yeah the, the so big good. ferguson protester <laughs> so riots deaf. that happened but she shit. hands them out to the, the pepsi but instead it's just frog <laughs> <laughs> it's malcolm handing out the frog across the across the protest line. It, it, malcolm has to look exactly like kendall jenner did in the commercial as well <laughs> like a wig and everything's the exact same outfit but it's just Malcolm, six foot six. It's like a kill zone fucking, fucking like Orwellian dystopian future soldier. He's handing the frog to like more machine than man. Yeah, I think <laughs> a Robocop situation. Man. Yeah, exactly. Crushes it in his hand and shoots it. And then they like grab it, they drink it, and then he they just beat him to death. Yeah, he, he, he opens his heart plug and pours the, the frog in. And fucking <laughs> seals it back up and starts beating the fuck out of Malcolm. <laughs> just like, just like, like everyone, like it turns into like fucking. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> just <great>. violence. <laughs> A beautiful commercial, <laughs> and I'm gonna take that. It's the most violent commercial you've ever seen. I'll take that to our soft drink sponsor, Frog. And exactly, like no other commercial, let alone a soft, uh, soft drink commercial, is going to have somebody's eye pop out of its socket after Seagal is crushed by the by the yoke. Wait, did you say, did you say Seagal? The military police. Wait, did you say Seagal? Steven Seagal is going to be in the commercial. Yeah, definitely. Amazing, revolutionary. 
Yeah, first of all, yeah. I mean, Steven Seagal I, is between either the worst actor ever uh, or he's, one of the he's greatest. Pretty bad. He's Very literally, just... his entire production company is a front for money laundering. I don't do any wrestling. The wrestling is fake. <laughs> uh, my, my judo flips, however, are very real. I love it. Apparently, Steven Seagal is widely considered the worst host in SNL history. Oh, that's right. I, did you watch that episode? I've, I've watched clips of that episode. That episode is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, you, yeah, you can't find it anymore. It's not on like Peacock or anything. Yeah, I know. But but I, I want to say, I, uh, it's not my story, but I, I did uh, hear the story where uh, Steven Seagal was doing, <laughs> uh, he was filming some movie and a director came over to him this is a, a recurrence because I know actually uh, another story of this that happened, but this one's funnier, so I'm saying it. And uh, he goes, uh, he's they're like uh, shooting on this houseboat, and the director is like, "Hey, um, like let's, I just want to like go over the blocking just to make sure that you know like where you should go." And uh, you know, Steven Seagal is at that point where he's just like, "I don't do blocking. Like I, uh, I'm better than that." Oh, yeah, like, that's right. I didn't know the story. <laughs> and uh, and the guy goes like. Okay, I'm not getting paid enough to fight, like to argue with you, man. Like, like, like he know the director knows this movie's shit already because he's working with Steven Seagal. Yeah, it's got Steven Seagal in it. So they go and like the scene is that they're in the the, um, the houseboat, and then he just has to like basically walk off camera. Except there's a door, and Steven Seagal does the scene, and then he opens the door, walks out. Immediately, guess where he walks into? Right into the fucking water. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to go out the left door, but he ended up just going out just to the rand, the first door he saw. <laughs> and he just like drops yeah. off the side of the boat. No one stopped him. They were just like, I hope he does it. Yeah, well, that's it. And then apparently it was like, because his hair super dyed and everything, all the dye was coming out in the water. Ew. I also know another story where uh, an actor friend of mine was in his, he did a part in this, uh, Steve, this TV show Steven Seagal did. I think it's called like Cole, True Justice. Yeah, I think it's uh, True Justice. That does sound like a Steve yeah. Seagal. Team. Which it turns out, True Justice is just a string of like straight to DVD movies that like all feature the same character. And then they were like, I guess we can cut this into a TV show. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, it, it's kind of Jack Reacher syndrome where it's right. just like a bunch of properties on sort of the movies and therefore just make a show out of it. It's a very easy procedurals. It's funny how yeah, you can make it, those novels into that. I actually, uh, I didn't want to bring this up, but you know, Steven Seagal does come out here from time to time. And uh, in Arizona, yeah. I, I saw Steven Seagal at a grocery store in Phoenix yesterday. And I told him how cool it was to meet him in person, but I didn't want to be a douche and bother him and ask him for photos or anything. He said, oh, like you're doing now? And I was taken aback and I was like, huh? And he kept cutting me off and he was going, huh, 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 and closing his hand shut in front of my face. (laughs) I I walked away and continued with my shopping and I heard him chuckle while I'm walking off, you know? So, but I kind of paid for my stuff. I I see him trying to walk out the doors with like 15 Milky Ways in his hand without paying. (laughs) The bill of the counter was very nice about it. The professional, she was like, Sir, you need to pay for those first. And at first, he kept pretending to be tired and not here. <laughs> uh, but eventually, he turned back around and bought them, uh, you know, brought them to the counter. And when she took one of the bars and started scanning it multiple times, he stopped her and he told her to scan each of them individually to, to prevent any electrical interference. And, and then turned around and winked at me. I don't even think that's a word. Uh, he, he said, like, interference. Interfederance. After she scanned each bar and put them in a bag, he started, she, you know, she started to say the price. He kept interrupting her by yawning really loudly. Is this a real story? I don't think this is. You, I, I really saw him. Yeah, but yeah, yesterday? Yesterday. Hmm. Just so happens that Steven Seagal is in town on the day, on like the week we're recording this. Well, it's funny you should ask that because I also saw Kanye West at the grocery store yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you try to walk out with 15 Milky Ways too. Yeah, that's a classic. If anyone hasn't heard that one before. Yeah, it is a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Uh, if, if you haven't heard that one before, welcome to the internet. Hi. Yeah, yeah nothing's Hi. real. Yeah, nothing's real. Are you real. above the age of 50? Wow. Good job. How'd you find yourself here? That's crazy. How'd you, find, how'd you get here? You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to yell at your TV. Go back on to Facebook and MSN where things are safe for you. 
I I think my favorite bit about uh, Steven Seagal, the big thing that uh, no, not it's not my favorite bit, but the most like funny and slash fucked up bit, which is like you know my kind of humor, is the fact that he was just really really adamant that he wanted to like have a sketch where he was raping a cast member on SNL. Oh yeah, that one was Jesus crazy. Christ. Basically, it was he played a hypnotist. I think he was a hypnotist who like would go to like to a doctor and then be like, Oh, I'm not feeling very, or had this woman who like came to him and was like, I'm not feeling very well. And basically hypnotize her to have sex with him. <laughs> and then people are like, what's the, the joke? There's no, like, what's the punchline? It's like, uh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's the joke is that I'm raping her. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. And instead they were like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Fuck it. He's like, I'm not going to do the show unless you let me rape her. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in the sketch, right? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> in the sketch. <laughs> yeah, ironically uh, enough, they they were like they were like you can't do that, but then they allowed him to do the craziest like protect the environment sketch where he just beats up a bunch. Oh of people. yeah, where he's <laughs> just flipping people on stage. Yeah, there's no cast member in that Jesus. in that sketch. He's just like because they were all like they're all stuntmen, and he's just like talking to the camera, and then he's just flipping them up these stunt guys over <laughs> on the tables. God damn it's it. the only sketch of that uh, episode worth watching because you're just like it, it really ends with him being like protect the forest <laughs> <laughs> you're like what like somehow the most 90s thing in the world <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires it's such a it's a it's a very funny in my mind of like being ironic but it just doesn't work because it's him and he's not a funny person what is his actual martial art he doesn't do a martial art he does like a, a martial art equivalent of pro wrestling where someone will grab his wrist and then take a bump for him. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I'm just trying to think of what that's actually called. Aikido yeah. or something? I don't Aikido. Remember. Aikido. He's a seventh Dan black belt in Aikido. Uh, not real for anyone wondering. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely fake stunt, sort yeah. of. And according to his Wikipedia, he began his adult life as a martial arts instructor in Japan. And eventually ended up running his father-in-law's dojo in Aikido. Right? <laughs> what the wait, fuck does that wait. mean? What do you mean he started? He began his adult life. <laughs> he, his, he he came out the womb as an adult, essentially. But he the big thing was that he was a bus boy, or he was, or he was a dishwasher, and he was just training people in in like the restaurant that he was working at how to like do Aikido, <laughs> and then just like somehow in like in the 80s early 80s became a movie star from that because you know it didn't take a lot back then no <laughs> you could yeah. just be like yeah i was everyone was so like uh drowned in sort of martial arts asian mysticism that just some random <laughs> bus boy <laughs> is somehow like a, a a modern star like just slingshot to notar or uh to fucking fame because he could just like flip guys kind of fun <laughs> if you on the wikipedia for uh Steven Seagal's first movie, Above the Law. Of course. He, uh, in the production notes, it goes, it has been reported that Seagal was asked to make the film by his former Aikido pupil, Agent Michael Ovitz, who believed that he could make anyone a movie star. <laughs> well, I guess he was right. Oh, God damn it. And you know what his belief was? Was correct. <laughs> so. The worst part is that he was right. Yeah. Which is crazy, because you look at the, like, the director of this movie, uh, Andrew Davis, like uh, ended up directing like The Fugitive, like that, and Holes, and like Collateral Damage, like some really good movies. Yeah. Uh, and then like uh, Above the Law also features like actresses like Sharon Stone's in the movie, Pam Greer's in the movie. Uh, like you actually have like John C. Riley's in the movie, like it's one of his first roles. Michael Rooker's in the movie, like you have legit actors in this movie, and it's fucking Steven Seagal. The lead. Steven Seagal, who a week ago was washing dishes at a restaurant <laughs> and then teaching Aikido. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he like was teaching Aikido. He, you know, and uh, having just moved back from Japan. <laughs> Lord. I don't believe that man stepped a foot in Japan. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's a lot. Yeah, it's really well to learn Aikido. You have to be in Japan. Yeah, well, according to the Wikipedia page, he goes as a teen. He spent much of his time in his garage listening to loud rock music while working with a friendly old Japanese man at a dojo in Garden Grove. He was encouraged to visit Japan. Subsequently, in 1971, he moved to Japan. <laughs> oh my god. 
He was only there for two years. Like, that's wait, wait, he... wait. Isn't that, that just the story from Karate Kid? <laughs> <laughs> wait a isn't minute. that the story of Karate Kid, though? Like, he, he isn't the second one he and Miyagi go to Japan? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my, he just ripped up the Karate Kid <laughs> for his backstory. He's like, the Karate Kid is based on my life. Oh, my God. I'm the Karate Kid. He's a, he's a guy who would be great in the Cobra Kai show. Like, put Steven Seagal there for an episode. No, and just like, I don't want to see Steven Seagal in anything. <laughs> that's that's fair, yeah. Well, you don't want to see the man Jesus. with the yeah with the blackest hair you've ever seen in your life as a like a how old is he? As Seth? a 60, like, 8-year-old? He's a 70-year-old man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's with the horror movie that they're doing about Barney these days? You see this? Is there actually a horror movie about I Barney? I thought so. It's like some sort of peacock documentary. Oh, there's, no, that's a that's a crime documentary, which I'm fascinated by. Is Whoa. the I love you, you hate me one? Yeah, I love you, you hate me. What's that about? I don't know. Well, this has been a, a terrible jumping off point. I was hoping at least one of you. All right, you know what? I'm I'm going into my segment. I'm fuck it. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, fuck your thing. <laughs> well, hey, fair Listen, enough. Listen, uh, I'm just trying to get us off the goal. I I haven't seen the I Love You, You Hate Me uh, show, which is uh, a Hollywood Reporter describes it as unpersuasive Barney documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Have you seen? Speaking of like. <laughs> Speaking of like horror movies created from beloved children's IP, which you know didn't actually exist here. The Winnie the Pooh one is what I was thinking of. Did you uh, see uh, of Blood and Honey? No. Oh, it's basically just Winnie the Pooh, but he's a kill- slasher killer. It's so bad. I do kind of want to see it. It looks, uh, it looks terrible, but interesting. Oh, it's twice as awful as you think it is. Like just even just like when you go in, you know, certain things like it'll always take twice as long as you think it will, even if you account for how long you think it'll take with that, uh, with that barrier. That's the same thing with this movie where you just you think it's going to be bad, and even if you allow for a lot of being surprised about how bad it is it is much worse and nothing can compare can prepare you i felt that way 100 percent about smile did not like that movie oh yeah that was bad too i think i talked about that last week it doesn't matter i don't remember you talking about smile but i haven't well, I, i'll say this real quick you can say whatever have you seen smile malcolm no but i'm also not like jones and to see it all right well i won't spoil anything for you i, I didn't like it yeah yeah it was based off of... Uh, You'd love like, it if it was called Frown. <laughs> Frown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be well. actually a little bit creepier, I think. What's your segment? Yeah, my segment, you know, I got to uh, bring the energy. Um, and bring the Reddit page up. All right. I, <laughs> it's not Reddit. Yeah, what, it's what, not, are you, what are you reading it's, today it's, from Reddit, Malcolm? This isn't Reddit. I'm, I'm uh, going to the second best website on the internet, uh, UrbanDictionary.com. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you a word. And what I want... Uh, from you is to tell me what the definition of this word is. These are words. Guess the definition of these terms. Give me the definition. Uh, if you want to try to spell it, you can. Although some of them are not words; they're phrases. <laughs> um, okay. But and then I'll tell you what's written, uh, what the sample sentence they use is, and also uh, sometimes who uh, submitted it. Okay. I will say this right now. I might completely embarrass myself, but you are giving this quiz to two terminally, terminally online people. Well, that's why I'm doing it. I want to see. I want to see how online you are. I want to see how terminal your diseases are. Uh, well, I'm, uh, okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> okay. The first word is nutterflies. Hmm. So I, I can use it in a sentence. I can. Get, I can also use it in a sentence. Please. All right. I really want to watch Brazilian Bang Bus, but I got Nutterfly since mom will be home in 10 minutes. Okay, you're nervous to <laughs> masturbate. That's pretty easy. No, it, it, you're too nervous to masturbate because you're afraid you're going to get caught. Yeah, it's the nervous feeling that arises when you want to stroke the salami, but fear that someone might walk in or come home. <laughs> well, that's, that's only encouragement for me. Immediately, that was a killer joke. I just, I hate it because I just like harken back to any time I've ever been caught. You've never done the stealth beat off in a Discord before? No, we've had this conversation before, not on the podcast, but yeah, some guys do it. Well, I've never, I've never like when I've been in a Discord jerked off. Well, especially if anyone else is there. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not jerking it right now. There's, there's no reason to stealth beat on the Discord, right, boys? Especially no, not definitely not. Yeah. Oh, I will have to say though, I did fail. No, not November. 
It was a long, fucking long hard battle. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Let's just say it. Failure. I'm I'm sorry, you know. Finish it, him. Uh, <laughs> I opened the window one day, a breeze came by, and I just started sweating. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, as they say, he got sucked for a handbag, so. Wait, I think it's time to play everyone's favorite game, Robert. Did she get suck yourself? Suck her <laughs> God damn it, Arthur. It's a spin off. Wait, wait, get the drum roll. No. Oh. oh. All right. Okay, so here's the second one. <laughs> Malcolm's trying to push it forward as best he can. No, I will say. <laughs> I will say one of the reasons I did fail because I did kind of not a lucid dream, but I probably had like one of the most intense sex dreams I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh my had three heads, six racks, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, "Huh, you're like a weird amalgamation of all my past girlfriends. This is gonna be interesting." <laughs> and you're the size of a coke can. <laughs> no, no, no. Up, up my ass for you. Don't bring that fetish shit. Don't put that evil on me. Oh my god, a giant foot. Oh Arr. my god, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's like the that three titted uh person from uh, Total Recall. <laughs> god damn it. The Uniboob from Kung Fury. Three tits, two pussies. One asshole. What was the fucking? It's not Kung Fury. What was the movie? Are you thinking of the Kung Fu cows? Kung Pao into Kung Pao enter the fist. Yeah, um, with the yeah. fighting cows. So the one tit lady. It's like a Dr. Seuss novel. One tit, two tit, three tit, four. <laughs> <laughs> but let me see them titties more. What's, what's the next? <laughs> <Urban Dictionary term. laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. The next one I have is socketeering. Socketeering. Um, that's got to be another jerk off thing. Yeah, it, it sounds like. Is it like the habit of using your sock as like your finisher in jerking it? Socketeering. Is that jerking yourself off with a puppet, a sock puppet? <laughs> uh, no, this one is a completely platonic uh, act of intimacy in which one party possessing an Audi belly button connects with another party possessing an innie belly button by inserting Ew, or socketing what? the corresponding body parts like matching puzzle pieces. This is too much. This is the <laughs> most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Do you heard. remember that the, it was on America's Got Talent? They see the clip on YouTube. A lot of the two like really big fat guys like making sounds with their belly buttons. That's oh. what that makes me think of. Yeah, can you imagine the smell also? Disgusting. Oh, god damn it. You gotta make sure those are uh, clean belly buttons conceptualize the scent just lit and dirty pennies Go, moving on Ugh, right. yeah we, i'm glad we didn't get that one honestly although we should have asked for a sentence damn it i had a dream <laughs> yeah similar to this you've had a what similar what, to this what was a dream what was the why do they call it socketeering that's just that sounds like <laughs> belly button docking couldn't they just call it socketing I think I think it's supposed to be a version of socketing, but it's like, but then it adds that weird belly button aspect to it. Your umbilical buddies. All right, umbilical buddies. Okay, all right. What's the what's the next one? We'll we'll not get that point. Yeah. So the next one is this is a phrase. Tell me what this phrase is. Uh, what this phrase means, which is, uh, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Oh, don't lie to my face. That's my yeah, favorite. That's a classic. And it's 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 actually a it's actually a, a perversion of the original phrase, which is "Don't piss down my leg and tell me it's raining." Yeah, but was it? Isn't that what is that from? Was it a movie? Because he's talking about it like a congressman, I think, in the original line. I don't know. All right, cut this one out. Um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> if any of you out there know where this line originated from and its uh, its history. We're very interested and won't go, oh, wow, that's so cool when you finish telling us. Penis. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Malcolm, next, next question. There we go. We're back on it, baby. Let's All go. Right. Uh, the next one is, uh, what is same shitting? Using a, can you use that in a sentence? Same shitting. Oh, that's when someone's shitting in the bowl and someone's above you shitting in the, the tower. It, what? You mean someone's upper decking while you're taking a shit? 
Yeah. yeah. I think you just the, described upper deck. <laughs> yeah, no, is, it's no, both. That's, that's an act. That's like a sex act, some sort of creepy, perverted thing. Can you use it in a sentence? Because I don't, I don't want that to be right. <laughs> yeah, the sentence that's provided is, um, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. Say it. Oh, say it. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, it, yeah, they basically say, uh, "Hey, man, uh, I have this bull. Uh, we should be same shitting in it." Oh yeah, it's totally my yeah. So so the thing is, is that someone poops and then you poop in the same bowl. I think it's. I think that oh, is that is that right? It's kind. It's kind of right. It's it's that, and then it's also there's they have a second definition, which is repackaging the same shit and selling it off as something new. Oh well, that's okay. that's same old shitting. I think that's yeah, definitely. yeah. But when I think of same shitting, I think I don't know. Is there a word for shitting in a bowl while someone's also shitting in the upper deck while you're shitting? Because there should be, and I don't know what it is. Ret- all right Uh, Uh, i got like two more uh one is the next one is morning constitutional uh that's taking a shit no i think that's jerking off first thing Ooh, maybe doing both at the same time what's the sentence before we lock in our answer what's the sentence maybe giving yourself a self uh self blumpkin (laughs) god damn it I hate that the imagery. <laughs> the yeah the the sentence that uh, is provided is Samuel took a magazine in to read during his morning constitutional. Oh okay yeah that's that's it's, yeah. Is it jerking off and shitting at the same time? In it's the morning? shitting in the first thing. It's got to okay. be. Yeah, it's uh, it technically is both. You actually okay. both have it correct. It's uh, it's either uh, well, most think of an early morning walk when hearing this term. The term morning constitutional can also be used to define what happens when someone has to take an early morning bowel movement or an early morning jo session. Why not both? Okay, nice. Yeah, why not? Why not do all three while walking? I think it's more uh, it's more associated with uh, taking a morning shift, but I feel, feel like people, you know. Uh, people have to break uh, no nut November sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people, you know, it's yeah, good I have to take a Robert Delilah sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's good to get into habits. Like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you jerk off, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully in that order. <laughs> you know, the, you ever hear that joke? They're just like uh, men who dry their bottom half first and then use the same towel on your face. Why? Someone replies, it's just like. The towel forgets everything by the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, yeah, this is... Oh, God damn it. All right, and then here's this one, uh, last one. It doesn't have to be the last one, but this is, yeah, one more. Uh, fail whale. Fail whale. Oh. Sentence? Uh, seriously, what a fail whale. Is it like a, a lol cow? Like someone who's who's destined to fuck up all the time that you have to make fun of because it's the only observable thing that you could possibly do with this person to interact with them? Perhaps. I mean, I, I don't know, honestly. This seems kind of... It's mean-spirited. Yeah, it's very yeah, mean-spirited. Yeah, this one, uh, this was submitted by Dingler Hangballs. Mm, my cousin. <laughs> Well-known contributor to the Urban Dictionary. Fail Whale is an ignorant, obese person who does ah. not know his or her place in life. It often shows by being the loudest, most obnoxious person in the room as an attempt to make up for his or her obesity. Jesus Christ. I feel seen. Um, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like it. The, uh, the other version of it is the image of a whale being carried by a number of birds that appears when the Twitter web re- website is overloaded or has failed. Fail whale appears to now have his or her own fan club. Oh, so okay. So it's both. And, so when uh, Twitter finally goes down, we'll be able to see the fail whale. We'll see the fail, whale. We'll well, see the fail whale. They replace a lot of the art, so don't get your hopes up there. Oh. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, uh, Elon Musk is bringing all, all the old stuff. Back. Please, uh, please remove this this harmful slur from the Urban Dictionary website. Can we get a petition yeah. going? Yeah, let's because, get a petition uh, going. For, for my thick brothers and sisters out there, specifically the brothers, because chances are you've grown a personality. Jesus. <laughs> don't let this get you down you are funny as fuck all right and when you lift up your hawaiian shirt to do that thing at the party everyone loves that <laughs> <laughs> you are loved you, you are, are appreciated loved. you are loved you are appreciated you are uh, funny you my, are <laughs> i had a my stepbrother knew somebody in high school and he said that 
he would get down on himself sometimes. So what he would do is he would leave himself voicemails. So he, he'd call himself and he did it in front of him and he was just like, you matter. And hung up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought he was going to go like a little funny with it. It's like, hey there, stud muffin, looking good. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> very serious. <laughs> He's just like, no, like an actual like existential. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine being in the place where you need to hear that voice. <laughs> it's just like, like someone in a monotone. You matter. You're just like, that's right. You matter. <laughs> I'd probably cry. <laughs> like, if I get a ra- if I like forgot I had sent that. Yeah, the dementia. And I'm in like a place to 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 fucking like hear that or to need to hear that. I'd probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, you're just like all this like like these tears just streaming down your face. You're just like, oh my god, <laughs> I do matter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that would be great. What <laughs> can I get you today at Taco Bell? <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm in the middle of Taco Bell. I'm about to order something. You matter. Uh, can I please get a um, Choco uh, Taco? We don't have those. <laughs> just start playing the voicemail. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We don't sell those anymore. <laughs> breathing, breathing very heavily, almost falling. <laughs> Playing the voicemail on repeat. Just, you matter. <laughs> you matter. You, you matter. You matter. God damn it. Just like, <laughs> yeah. out. Cashier's just out. fetal on the floor. I'm like blocking traffic. That's awesome. Did you have a seg this week, Robert? Or are you bitching out? Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah, I don't. I I was. Ex- I'm extremely hungover. That's probably something we should talk about. And I did not pre- prepare a proper sesh. Can you perhaps look everyone's clamoring for it okay could you maybe do a bit that you do at the open mic oh god damn it is there a good one and i mean i already told the sock bit that's probably honestly like a good it's a good bit it's your best bit all right yeah no, it's a good yeah, one yeah it's your bad bit yeah best bit uh it's over <laughs> high point it's never high getting point, sure. yeah yeah I, I mean honestly it is kind of surprising how much actual good press i've gotten from that fucking it, it's a really fucking funny bit What's the what's the problem? I'm asking for something something original here. It's hard to come up with material. I I understand because all of my stuff is like jokes that are intentionally not good, like the ketamine cowboy joke. Yeah, but I mean, I love it because you know I do, uh, and that's just my my brain has been warped by comedy in that way. And that modern fucking meme culture has ruined my sense. That of modern it. cultural touchstone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Like even just that, the fact that that can make me laugh just knows that my sense for anything, my like hold on reality is fading very quickly. Using my five minutes at open mic night to say the word doily over and over. <laughs> God damn it, stop it! <laughs> hey, does anyone here have a doily? Silence. Uh, okay. <laughs> doily. 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 It's like doily. you just start like stop hearing it as a word. It's just a series of sounds. Doily. You have to say it. You have to keep saying it, even though you know it's not a word. You're like doily. Doily. <laughs> the guy running the open mic is like flashing the light, and you have no indication <laughs> that you're getting seizure. off the stage. He's flashing it so fast, you stroke out. <laughs> he just starts seizing on the stage. That's how they really pull the curtain. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, I can t- I can say a bit. Uh, all right, so um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Malcolm, you've heard this this bit before because I I tested it out on you. It's just like you know how some guys get into like hiking or surfing because they want to impress, impress women and then stick around because they enjoy it for itself. I did the same thing with left wing politics. The only problem being is it doesn't work at all. Like, you know, even in the times that it did work, we'd be in bed uh, or be, because collective ownership isn't sexy. We'd be in bed and uh, she'd say something hot like, oh, this pussy's yours. And I'd be like, oh, technically. Did kind of fuck that joke up a bit because I forgot, <laughs> yeah, to, I forgot to say the collective ownership line directly after. Like, <laughs> guys, 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 I know I'm on stage right now. Can I repeat my joke? No, um, hey, this is the podcast. <laughs> there minutes, is no pressure. Sweating profusely. I just, I just <laughs> <laughs> please, just please, fuck, please. Uh, this is why I didn't want to tell jokes. <laughs> This is awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, should, you should get a libertarian uh, line. It didn't work because collective ownership isn't sexy. There's yeah. your fucking line, you bastard. You gotta get a libertarian line, but no one will understand it because they don't know what the NAP is. Oh, I do have a libertarian follow-up to that joke. It's just like, you know, I'm an anarchist. You know, the only <laughs> the only big major difference between anarchism and libertarianism is that we don't have weird hang-ups about the age of consent. <laughs> yeah, they True. think it should be 13, and I don't think there should be one. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, if you ask, yeah, ask any libertarian yeah, what their thoughts of the age of consent is, and then, yeah, they just crumble. <laughs> they always have one. It's that or the roads. The roads is my favorite one. Oh, yeah, the ro- we, did, I th- we did a pretty lengthy rant about the roads, didn't we? Like, yeah. There's yeah. one the, the, thing this podcast has been consistent on, is, it, is us, our, our vehement hatred and derision <laughs> towards libertarian i just like to point out they're not real people yeah like they're they fucking they're scum they're scum no yeah they're not real they're not they're, real and they, they're you caricatures know. of humans they're just they, like yeah. skin yeah you yeah. know what i i have more respect for a sovereign citizen than i do a libertarian <laughs> they're the same well, people. well okay that's kind of like a pretty <laughs> close venn diagram <laughs> yeah th- this is not a venn diagram <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm saying it's a sliver they're both they're still both, you know, uh, dirt on the bottom of my shoe. But <laughs> it's like a circle you're staring at cross-eyed almost, you know? It, it's the same thing. I, here's the thing. I, I can be entertained by a sovereign citizen. I can't be entertained by a libertarian. You haven't <laughs> talked to a libertarian, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> like in the wild talking to a libertarian. I live in a city that's, you know, I don't think you a libertarian could uh, – thrive in <laughs> they could not survive they'd see a homeless guy and they'd start like seizing or something you don't have any anarcho-capitalists in canada i completely understand and that's a good thing if you want to believe that the thing is is that i have argued with people who think that private courts and private judges would be a good idea and uh <laughs> i just i try to explain to them what if you don't have more money than the other guy and they're just like well then i failed in life generally speaking I mean, that is kind of how a lot of people think we're like, especially in America. Yeah. That guy, Elon Musk. Have you have you seen the quotes from uh, the FIFA president? Like right now, as we record, they're hosting the World Cup in uh, Qatar. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After this, by the time this podcast comes out, the tournament will be over. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, but there was a so FIFA has been getting a lot of like. And this is rightfully so, a lot of criticism for the fact that they pick Qatar. And it's like some really interesting, fascinating documentaries, like FIFA Uncovered on Netflix. And like Johnny Harris has a really good uh, series about how Qatar, this nation that only has like 300,000 people, got the World Cup. Uh, but very I, obvious bribery and like what, like 3,000 people, laborers who were building the, the this Coliseum died. And... Yeah, basically. But so the FIFA president, uh, Gianni in. Uh, Infantino, he was at a news conference today, and he was trying to feel uh, that he was being pressed by the uh, like by the press to be like, "Hey, so why Qatar? Like this is like there's clearly a lot of like human rights violations occurred. This is an odd country to do this in, but like why Qatar?" And his response is one of my favorites that I've seen in a long time. He just goes, "Today I feel Qatari. Today I feel Arab." Today I feel African. Today Whoa. I feel gay. Today I feel disabled. Today I feel like a migrant worker. Uh, he went on to say uh, in Doha, I know what it feels like to be discriminated. I was bullied because I had red hair. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, well, you know, that's deserved. He is Italian. <laughs> Infantino goes, say, uh, goes, he says, Europe can't give moral lessons to Qatar based on its actions over the previous 1000 plus years wait 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 wait. he's just got he's just like hiding behind the shield of like a thousand years of war exactly Therefore, what i'm doing is not that bad do you guys remember the crusades or not (laughs) never forget the crusades and then he goes on top of it uh he goes, there are 1 billion disabled people in the world and nobody cares. <laughs> He's right. That's crazy. This is just insane. What about it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really what I expect to see from Formula One, not FIFA. But then again, he did say, then again, I feel gay. And uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. The fact that he said, today I feel gay. Today I feel disabled. <laughs> it up for a second. Compared being African to being gay. <laughs> 
Today, I am a demisexual. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. The one joke is happening today. I feel like an attack helicopter. Yeah, we got there. We were good now. We've gone over that joke. I wasn't going to. I don't think that joke's funny. Okay. And then then on top of it, he just goes, stop criticizing Qatar. And he goes, um, like someone talks about Iran and they go, are they all monsters? And then goes and doubles down and says, we should have a tournament in Iran. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. They're next. I just want to point this out real quick, Malcolm. Real quick, I, I know that you smelled death on that line of thinking that we were about to go down, and that's why you jumped in there. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally going to actually probably talk about something, a reasonable things, just like, you know, bump the Babylon Bee isn't funny for doing the same joke over and over again about trans people. Yeah. So I was trying on socks at the Big Five. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> They're they're they are not funny. Uh, sorry, I no. have to take a call. So you two, uh, vamp. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. sure. We'll... Real quick. <laughs> What's your favorite dinner food? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Chicken fried steak has been real. I've been craving it so bad that's a, recently. That's a breakfast food, not dinner food. That's a breakfast food. What? Well, okay, I guess I've had it more for dinner. I think I'll have, we used to like have okay. spaghetti nights with chicken fried steak, and it was fucking great. That's. I don't know about that. That's like something that you have with like, to me, biscuits and gravy and like a, an egg over easy or something like that. This is chicken fried really? steak. Well, I mean, different cultures. You're Polar, so, you know. Wow. I don't see how that fucking matters. Wow. <laughs> You're bringing, bringing the polls into this? Yes, we are. Welcome back. Haven't we been persecuted enough in the last three weeks? Malcolm, what's your favorite dinner food? Um, dinner food. That's a good question. Uh, is a fine throwback for those listening. <laughs> yeah i'm not listening through our tiktok account uh tiktok is better than vine uh we were hip we're with the kids vine doesn't exist we can't even say which one's really better listen we don't know we don't know if elon musk is gonna bring back vine we we don't hey know guys uh you know among us us boys put that like button on notice on site okay yeah uh we're sussy wednesdays (laughs) no stop 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 (laughs) hell take you both we do yeah we do sussy saturdays and bussy sundays oh Oh, god damn it bussy sundays yeah and cussy mondays is that the name of the podcast but jerry was bussy sunday (laughs) no we're we're trying to distance ourselves from that very fucking funny bit (laughs) i think at this point the episode's gonna be called uh jerry today i feel a little gay (laughs) that's that's not bad but we've gone from feeling a little we've gone from canceled to feeling a little gay hold on hold on we just stepped over the line again we need to apologize malcolm can you please apologize for that insensitive comment you made about 35 seconds oh yeah hold on sasha could you please while he's apologizing put over like some soft like almost kickstarter glockenspiel songs sort of just like the (laughs) non-threatening music people put behind their youtube videos when they've like you know like okay i'm not saying any miners then, then cut, cut that cut that uh, <laughs> cut that sasha and then put in some uh royalty free country music <laughs> some some slight soft mandolin in the background yeah there we go go ahead malcolm yeah do your apology for that insensitive yeah. insensitive comment that you made the disparaging comment to the gay community preview i'm sorry Oh, you're sorry. Oh, he, you? you're sorry, are you? Well, outed. Uh, oh, well, you're Canadian, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I don't even understand what I'm apologizing for. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> well, you said gay in a derogatory fashion about a minute and I said today ago. I feel a little gay. That's what, how's that? Uh, like derogatory? you can just wake up and feel a little gay? Yeah, like you can, you deserve that kind of representation. That sort Welcome, of. You milk toast white piece of shit. <laughs> you cisgendered white man. You fucking atypical beta hyphen omega. This um, is going a little too close into brain cells. Yeah, this is a uh, you sub eight male. <laughs> you uh, sub eight male. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I yeah, uh, it looks like you guys are hashtag triggered. Um oh he got me. He got me good. <laughs> I'm now going to spin uh, now get the twit longer. 
<laughs> Here's why making chili and giving it to your neighbor is racist. This will be so dated by the point it comes out, Robert. You can't drop that one. In a week, people will be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are going insane over Twitter on it for like the last four yeah, days. For, for those who don't know, there is someone who lives in an apartment complex next to three dudes who just moved in and there's their garbage is always full of pizza and the Grubhub driver is always coming to her door instead of theirs. So she's like, I'm just going to cook them a meal as, as a nice gesture because I don't think they know how to cook. And Twitter, because Twitter is full of people who, A, can't pick up on social cues and B, assume everyone is out to get them, immediately respond by saying that's humiliating and degrading. Yeah, that's ableist. That's <laughs> racist. <laughs> they really brought out like every single thing they could think of when attack, when trying to attack this woman for doing something nice. Just being like bringing their neighbor chili. They also said that she was encouraging patriarchy by making them food. Like she's just like uh, keeping like she's a modern domesticated 50s. Yeah. And they all bunch of people, the turfs all assume that she was trans. And then, Oh, that's great. What uh, what are you even talking? I don't even understand what you really haven't seen this. The the turfs all assume she's trans and the trans people assume she's a turf. (laughs) And and she has a pet pig and she was getting death threats and people were threatening (laughs) to kill and eat her pet pig. It was bad. (laughs) My my favorite Twitter interaction of all time is uh, someone was getting doxxed. So like they they showed the messages of the guy doxing him and the, the DMs before they made it public and they're just like I'm coming to your fucking house you little bitch see how tough you are on the internet and he's just like oh word I'll have a meal with you we'll see what you like he's just like fuck you bitch I'll feed you these hands and he shits the back and he's like would you like double lot or buck and he's like loading a shotgun it's <laughs> just, just like Twitter tough guys God damn it <laughs> so fucking awesome. You know, uh, another day fucking six million that, you know, there's no there. Twitter is not the Internet is not the real life. It's not the real world. Go outside. Touch grass. All that. Well, the whole touch grass thing has gone too far now that it's a status on Twitter. Is it a status on Twitter? Uh, yeah. You, yeah. On Twitter, you can select the status, like how you're feeling like that's nice. the tweet and touching grass. Shouldn't that mean you're like off Twitter? Well, yeah. Well, you can touch grass and still have another hand on your phone, which is exactly what Elon wants you to do. Well, I know what I want to be doing with my other hand. Making chili for my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Because I hate everyone <laughs> trying to flex on them. God damn it. Harper, do you have a segment, by the way? Uh, I kind of did it at the beginning when I asked you guys what oh, insecurities you yeah, have. That's right. Oh. I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> we really are hog over. I mean, this entire conversation's been kind of a blur. I'll, I'll do a quick seg. Okay. No, you don't have What's to. What's the most racist thing you can voice think of? <laughs> Get him out of here. Okay, cut it. Cut it there. <laughs> oh, bro. oh, Harper, what are we going to do with you? Uh, well, I guess you're going to have to make me some chili because I'm disabled. 